What's good, my amazing friends? Welcome to The Remedy. I'm your host, Sarah Amazing Grace. Boy, do we have a great show for you today. We're chatting about being lions, not sheep. That's right. Am I going to get offensive? Probably. But you know what? Sometimes the truth is offensive. And I'm just here to drop that. Dropping the truth. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? If I haven't offended you yet, let me just say right off the top that stick around long enough and you'll get your turn. But that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Anyway, oh man, lions, not sheep, right? Sounds so good. I'm a lion. Yes. Yes. Lion king. Yes. Queen of the jungle. Powerful, smart. No one messes with lions. Flowing manes, predators, cat-like reflexes all nimbly-bimbly-like. Sheep? (laughs) Lame. No way. Not me. No one wants to be wolf food. Sheep are dumb. Sleepy, easily fooled, right? Grass-munching, furry little lunchboxes. Easily led astray by any shiny green, green pasture or what appears to be a free lunch, right? (laughs) Brainless. Wait, hold up. Are you really a lion? Am I? Was Jesus? The prophet Isaiah says that all of us are like sheep and have gone astray. All of us. Not that some of us are lions and others are the dumb ones who don't get it and they're sheeple and they're easily led astray and some of us are lions. No, it says all of us are sheep. That means you and that means me. Dang, dude, I really love lions. Jesus himself was a sacrificial lamb. He came to take away the sins of the world. But what? Come again? Jesus was a sheep? Well, not really. But he did become a sheep. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords, but he humbled himself to become like us so that he could bear our sins. He became that perfect lamb. However, Jesus is the lion. He is the only lion. The Bible says that he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Yeah, what's up, lion of the tribe of Judah? Yes. Wait, doesn't the Bible say the devil's also a lion? I mean, I've heard that, right? Uh, No, the Bible does not say that. The apostle Peter says that the devil seeks to munch you up and devour you like the prey for a lion. That he's kind of like a lion, but that you are prey and to be vigilant. That's what it says. It doesn't say that he's a lion. No, no, no. There is only one of those, and that's Jesus. Jesus is the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, and he is coming back soon. No joke. Every day, people who believe it, and even those who profess not to believe it, still are posting on social media all of these revelation memes. You know what I'm talking about. You probably post them too, like peeking out the door today to see what chapter of revelation we're in. Because we look around and we see this world that has gone mad. And every day, just crazy stuff that's happening. Prophecy is being fulfilled, like, in a crazy, amazing, scary, bananas way every single day. But you know what that means? If that prophecy is being fulfilled, what it means is that Jesus is coming again soon. That means that prophecy is going to be fulfilled too. When? Unknown. I don't know. But I know that it will be fulfilled and it could be today. And if I was to like call you up and I had the knowledge of like when he was coming and I was like, you know, hey, Stacy, guess what? I heard and I know for sure that Jesus is going to be back at 3 p.m. tomorrow. 
dude, wouldn't you be like, hey, Jesus is coming. Look busy. You know, I'm going to drop off all the things in my life that I know that Jesus wouldn't like and I'm going to wash myself and get myself ready because he's coming. We have had that. We've had that phone call. We've had that phone call for the past almost 3,000 years. And you know what? In a lot of our lifetimes, many, many, you know, people's lifetimes, Jesus didn't come back just yet. But in our lifetime, we are seeing the fulfillment that those people never saw. We're seeing it right now. Do I know when Jesus is coming back? No, I don't. But I know that he is. And I know that if I was to call you and say, I know exactly when he's coming, first of all, don't believe me because the Bible says that not even Jesus himself knows and and the angels that are hanging out with him don't even know, only the Father knows. But if I was to say, hey, I know, I know, is there something in your life that you wouldn't want Jesus to see? Because if there is, drop it today. Lay it down. Don't wait because you don't know when that moment, when that trumpet is going to sound and you don't want to be left behind. You know what I'm saying? Back to the subject at hand. I get it though. Man, I do not want to be a weak little lunchbox for wolves. Jesus said that he is sending us out as sheep amongst the wolves. That means there are wolves, that we are sheep, right? And that there are wolves that are looking to destroy us. And I don't want to be that furry little lunchbox for the wolves. I don't want to just be sitting around and being led maybe astray, but even worse, being led to slaughter. Man, we see people being led astray every single day. In our hearts, we know that something is wrong and we don't want to go there or be like those that are celebrating what we clearly see as unrighteousness, celebrating what is clearly injustice, celebrating a world gone mad. There are super evil ones in this world, the wolves, that would gladly lead you to your slaughter. I get it. When we see the wolves come out, that fight or flight kicks in, right? And we're like, we want to fight. We are fierce. That righteous rebellion kicks in. We're warriors. And that feeling overtakes us. And we can feel in our spirits that, or maybe even see a little bit, a glimpse through the veil into that there's a real battle that's swirling around us. We are in a very real battle. It's a spiritual one. You want to be a warrior fighting this battle on the side of the righteous? Being a lion won't do it because you're not a lion. Jesus is. But following the right commander, the actual lion, that's the way. But also putting on the spiritual armor of God. Seek your marching orders from the lion first. That putting on the full armor of God, that is so important. You want to know your marching orders? Check out Ephesians chapter 6 in the Bible. It'll tell you about the battle that we're in right now, which is a spiritual one that, yes, manifests in what we can see. But what we can see isn't the battle. What's battling is spiritual forces that are unseen, but are totally there. And you feel it. I know you do. And I feel it. Absolutely. But how do we fight a spiritual battle? Well, you're going to fight that spiritual battle by putting on the full armor of God. You want to know what that armor is? Again, crack open your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, you can pick up your phone and just type into any search engine, Ephesians chapter 6, and man, you'll see. But make sure you, as the sheep, know the lion's voice. Make sure you hear and know your master's voice. We've got to shift our mindset if we want to be effective in this battle. Calling people you don't agree with sheep as an insult? That isn't it, man. It's so freaking frustrating watching your friends, your family, Karen, who be caring too much at the grocery store. They're standing on the side of the oppressor. 
And man, it freaks you out. It freaks me out. And the oppressor, the oppressor is the one who's cutting into your free speech. The oppressor is the one that is celebrating murdering babies and trying to convince people that that's right. The oppressor is the one that's celebrating sexual immorality. The oppressor is the one who is locking church doors and putting uh, jail sentences on people who are worshiping Jesus. The oppressor are the ones who are arresting pastors. That is the oppressor. If you're standing on the side of the people who are doing that, you, my friend, are on the wrong side. Period. End of sentence. But those who are fighting on the other side who see this oppression coming, you, my friends, we're not different than those other sheep. We're all sheep. You're not a lion. You can follow the lion, though. And yes, it's incredibly frustrating when we see lambs being led to the slaughterhouse and we're screaming to run the other way and they aren't listening, or when we're trying to protect even our own family, but even they won't see it. Now the oppressive forces have crept into every aspect of our freedoms, and it has sparked this level of fight or flight in us. I see it in you, my fellow patriot. I see it in you, my fellow sheep. I know how frustrating it is to see people rolling over and not standing up. And I'm sure you've heard it, and I'm sure maybe you've even said it. Sheeple. Bye-bye, sheep. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not innocent of this either. I've had to take a step back myself because of that fight or flight. I want to fight, and I, I want to be separated. I know that I'm being separated from certain people in my life who are standing on the side of people. And you know what? There are sides, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. But there are people who want to stand for evil. And I am not about that. I pray for them. I pray for their eyes to be open that they can see the evil that they're standing with. Because there are people on that other side that we're being separated from that I love dearly. But saying that you are a lion is basically setting yourself up as if you're somehow better than them. That somehow you are righteous and they aren't. That you have it all together. Yeah. I mean, seeing someone fighting with you, that you should gladly give up your freedom and cower in your home, or take an experimental jab to earn back your freedom, it's enough to make you crack open. I get it. Often we go to that prideful place that somehow we are better than them. The stupid ones, those fools. And maybe they are. Maybe they are going in the wrong direction. But this is where we have to be careful and not let ourselves puff up as if we haven't ever gone astray. Remember what Isaiah said? That we have all gone astray? I mean, I know I have gone astray, so I can only imagine that you have too and that Isaiah was probably telling the truth that all have. You know what I'm saying? But here comes the big one. And I hate to break it to you, but you are also a snowflake. Um, okay, Sarah, maybe I'm on board with being a sheep, the sheep thing. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay, because even Jesus said that, but in no way am I a snowflake. Oh, I'm not a snowflake. How dare you? Uh, yeah, we're all snowflakes. Yes, you. Yes, me. God has formed each of us uniquely, just like the snowflakes he created that fall from the sky. Me and you and your neighbor who really gets under your skin. Or, oh yeah, that random Facebook friend from high school who comments on all of your posts and ugh, they just poke at you and they only show up to ugh, get in there. You know what I'm talking about. Ugh, sometimes you just want to, you know what I'm saying. 
Anyway, they're sheep. They're snowflakes. Yeah, for real. But so are you, my sheeply snowflake of a friend. But I don't say that in an insult kind of way. Your life matters. You are unique. But so does their life matter. Hey, that sounds a whole lot like maybe all lives matter to God, because that's the truth. Somehow celebrating yourself as better than others, that's self-righteousness. And dude, that is not what God has for you. If you're a follower of Jesus, of course you know that you aren't righteous apart from Christ. You know, Isaiah also said that your righteousness is as filthy rags in comparison to actual true righteousness. Yes, fully try and strive to live a righteous life in everything that you do as unto the Lord. Remember what I said earlier about dropping that backpack of filth off because Jesus might be BRB any moment? The truth of the matter is, is that Jesus BRB literally any moment. So drop that backpack off and live today, right now, the way that you would have to live if you knew Jesus was coming this afternoon. Like, oh my gosh, I got to get it together. You know what? You really want to strive to live a righteous life as unto the Lord, but living right still does not make you not a sheep. There are wolves in sheep's clothing seeking out sheep to lead them astray. You and me. And it's dangerous thinking to place yourself, your judgment above someone else's. And I don't mean judging others. I mean your life's choices above others. You will eventually fail. You are human with a human nature. Your self-righteousness will absolutely fall short. Those of us that have the call to stand up against this onslaught of evil The battle gear is found in the word of God. You want to suit up? That's what I'm talking about. Head over to Ephesians chapter 6, and I mean it. Pick up your phone, again, type into your browser, Ephesians chapter 6, and start reading how to equip yourself correctly for this battle. That's how you become a follower of the lion. You aren't the lion Jesus is, but you can choose your shepherd, and that's how you would be equipped for the battle that he wants you in. Jesus said that I'm sending you out as sheep amongst the wolves. He didn't say that some of you are sheep. Those sheeple, what dummies. No, he said that there are sheep and there are wolves. And that there's also that wolves put on the clothing of sheep. So be careful. There are wolves who are living in sheep's clothing. Each of us are sheep and each of us have a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd. Shepherds move their flocks of sheep around from one pasture to another to keep them fed. They stand watch at night to protect you from predators. What we need to keep our focus on is who is your shepherd. Some are being led by the prince of darkness. (laughs) It's true. They're on that broad road and it looks good. There are no hills. It's wide so that many can fit. Tons of green, fluffy, lush grass. Little is required of you effort-wise to be there. It's the way that so many around us are going, even people that we know and love. They go with that easy flow, the media, the news, Hollywood, and I say, back it up, news in quotes, Hollywood, who are paid actors. These are people who are paid to tell you something and convince you of something. That is literally their job. 
They're all agreeing that this easy, shiny way is the way to go. Many are flooding that path. They believe what these actors or politicians or these people who are completely away from the life that we are living here, they are convincing you to go this way. If everyone is convincing you to jump off a bridge, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? You've heard that. If all your friends were to jump off a bridge, would you do it? This is the time when you would say, no, okay? And I'm not telling you what to do, but I am kind of saying, hey, there have been those who have been given eyes to see behind the curtain. They feel that those in, quote, power or influence are leading these large crowds of lambs to their slaughter. And they feel like they are standing up for and preserving what they feel is right. And right on. If you're one of those people who are standing up, right on. They see what Jesus said in the book of Matthew that the door is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction and many people are going through that door. If you are heading in a place that many people are going and it's easy, hold up, wait a minute, you got to check that. The problem comes though when you're thinking you're better than someone because of your view. You might be awake and your eyes are open. Totally different than being woke, I'm going to say. Thinking that you're righteous and not dumb like those blind sheep. It's true that many are being led to their destruction. The Bible is clear that without the amazing grace and salvation that comes as a gift through Jesus, that we are all headed for destruction. He said in the book of Matthew that he was sending us out as sheep among the wolves. We've talked about that. So you're supposed to be wise and you're supposed to be innocent of wrong. Choosing who your shepherd is is crazy important, and you're going to have to choose. You don't get to just say, well, you know what, I I don't know who to choose, so I'm just not going to choose someone. In the immortal words sung by that, um, some would say, Saint Bob Dylan, he says, you're going to have to serve somebody. Well, it might be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. All right, don't kill the messenger. That was a terrible Bob Dylan impression. But the real thing is, who is your shepherd? Who your daddy? I mean, no, really, who is your shepherd? Is it the leader of this world, the one that's going down that broad path? Or is it the king of kings, the lion of the tribe of Judah, who took away the sins of the world? Jesus says in John chapter 8 that for some, their shepherd, their daddy, is the devil. I mean, murder, lust, lies, of course, we're not doing any of that. So, of course, I'm a good person. Well, have you surrendered your life, your desires, your self-righteousness, the path holding your own destiny in your hands? Have you surrendered your life to Christ? Are you a person who says, I got this, I make my own destiny? Or have you wholly surrendered yourself to Christ? Have you traded his will for yours? Have you repented from and left behind that backpack of garbage that we talked about earlier? The choice is yours, and it's yours to make. You are a sheep. No matter how military tough you are or how many times you try to convince yourself that it's all on you and that the sky daddy doesn't exist or it's some kind of mental oppression, you are choosing who your shepherd is, who leads you. There are two paths, and each of those paths has its own leader. 
One path that is very attractive. It's wide, it's shiny, the crowds are going there. I mean, you've got all of these rich people and they're t- they're funny and they're shiny and they're, you know, oh my gosh, they make me feel so good with the things they say and they're going on that path, so it must be right. But the Bible says that in its end is destruction. But there's another path, a narrow, rocky, cliffs on one side and a sheer mountain on the other twists, turns, hills, valleys, even places where the road is completely washed out. Dude, it is definitely not going with the flow. That is not the easy road. That's okay, because the shepherd of this road knows exactly where to step. He even laid down his own body over that washed out missing path. Jesus said in John chapter 10 that I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. He is the bridge that is leading his flock to an eternal place. It is not the road that matters. It's what's at the destination's end that truly matters. My sheeply snowflake friends, choose wisely. Jesus is real and he is coming for his own. He says he knows his sheep and his sheep know his voice. Do you know your master's voice? Is it the voice of the good shepherd that is leading you? Choose wisely, my friends. I love you guys. See you next week. Peace. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to subscribe. New shows coming at you each week. If you have a question or a comment, send them to asksaragrace at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip side.